Hi, my name's Lisa. And I'm Diana. And this is Pillow Fort Chillers, where we talk about crime, cryptids, and anything that, you know, keeps us up at night. And there is a lot of it. Drink of the day, since I'm since I'm a classic gal, is a margarita. Yeah. But she's a little fancier today, so. Red Bull vodka, but instead of regular vodka, I used watermelon vodka. And it's good. It's very good. The New Amsterdam watermelon vodka. I have a pretty sensitive digestive system, so, like, I can't have certain things because they'll make me sick. I don't have a gallbladder. And, like, if I drink certain, like, mixers or mixed drinks or whatever, I get, like, pain. So, if you ever have the same problem and you know why this happens to me, I'd be down to hear your your suggestions of drinks because I'm very limited. Yeah. Very limited in my drinks. Or I can just take shots or drink beer. I'm only limited because I'm picky. But when we were driving here and I was trying to decide what I was going to drink, I was like, would it be frowned upon to just put just straight fireball in my cup and drink it? And he's like, out of a straw? You drink it by itself? Yeah. I don't know what it is, dude. It's like warm cinnamon candy. It's delicious, especially when it's cold. That sounds awful. It's actually really good. I don't know. I've always loved Fireball. I don't know what it is. I don't even like whiskey in general. Like, I'm not a whiskey girl, but Fireball just does something to me. Well, I love that for you, but it ain't for me. I love it for me, too. It's delicious. All right. Well, today. Today is the big day. Today we do a cryptid. Mm-hmm. And none other than the caked up Mothman. Huge cake. Yeah. And... If you know me personally, you know that Mothman is by far my favorite cryptid. Mothman is her hall pass. Mothman? Yeah. I actually really want a bumper sticker that I sent to Lisa. And it says that Mothman is real. We made out and he's a very gentle lover. I think that a better sticker would be my other ride is Mothman. (laughs) I don't think Kevin would appreciate that one. It's fine. Who cares? I do have, but like, to tell you how much I love Mothman, I have Mothman socks, and I have a like a huge Mothman blanket. I did not know you were such a Mothman connoisseur. It's just really funny. What if you met him? Would it be funny then? I'd be fangirling. Oh. Can I take a picture with you, please? Oh my god. Selfie! But he probably doesn't speak English. It's probably just like... No, actually, one of the people in the story does describe what he sounds like. I'm, I'm assuming his gender. I'm sorry. It may be a she. It may be a they. Who can say? I don't know. I don't know. So it's 1966 in Point Pleasant, West Virginia, um, which is a small town with less than 6,000 residents in the Appalachian Mountain Range. Now. Appalachian. Appalachian. Appalachian? Appalachian. It's not Appalachian? No. First of all, do you look things up before you you do this? Because who the fuck says Appalachian? It's not a soft, like a shh, Appalachian? Appalachian. What an ugly sound. Appalachian. How long has it been like that? Always. This was actually a really big point of contention for, like, a really long time where, like, native Appalachians were, like, 
y'all are saying it wrong. And My people were like, no, people were like, because you know, Americans right are assholes. And they were like, no, you're saying it wrong. It's Appalachian or Appalachia. And they're like, I've you, lived here my whole fucking life, dog. How could you tell me what it is when what? Yeah, that's like someone coming up to us and saying it's like it's not La Mirada. And we're like No. Technically it's La Mirada, but like you know, we're well, white. We're from we're we're from La Mirada. I would pronounce it as La Mirada if I wanted to, but I felt like it. People wouldn't judge me for it. I would judge you. Case in point. My biggest critic. Yeah. It's not herself. It's me. (laughs) It's not me. It's you. (laughs) (laughs) So, a town less than 6,000 people in the Appalachian Mountain Range. Now, first of all, I could do a whole, whole hour-long series of episodes that's like 10 episodes long about Appalachia the culture the folklore all of it like it's so fascinating and if you know anything about cryptids cryptozoology about any spooky weird things she's the cryptid gal yeah it's, it's all me it ain't um me. Appalachia is like the I know you really hate it get over it <laughs> anyways Appalachia is like the breeding ground for cryptids like why it's it kind of is what it is but also it's it a lot of people argue that that is the home of folklore so it makes sense appalachian yeah this is the first time that we're talking about cryptids on this podcast so i Mm -hmm. thought i'd give a little background on cryptozoology and cryptids so such a funny term to me i know it's a very funny term it's so technical for us just talking about cryptids and i i have my opinions on it but i'm gonna keep them to myself also side note if you really like cryptids or watching really creepy cryptid videos slapped ham is a fantastic youtuber super funny awesome i can put it i can put it in the you know one of these i think it's i think it's this here so it's over here somewhere It's, it's right there but you can watch Slapped Ham. He's fantastic. And I also have two book recommendations as well. Um, when I say that I really like cryptids, I mean, I've read multiple books on them. Um, enough to have recommendations. American Monsters and Monsters Among Us by Linda S. Godfrey are both really good books about cryptids um, that kind of go into the basics, but also a little bit more in depth about certain ones which is really nice does it just cover like all the different ones like you know commons uncommons yeah is it, and like, it's genus no well kind of so she'll kind of do ones that are kind of similar like she goes about birds and whatnot but would would a gnome technically be a cryptid no i think that's more like a magical creature i don't know but i mean I'm that sure some would consider i it a feel cryptid. like Mothman could be considered a magical creature. So you don't feel you don't feel that it's fair to say that maybe gnomes or fairies could be cryptids. Maybe they could. Mermaids. Mermaids are a cryptid. They are a cryptid. Mm-hmm. Bigfoot. Did you he- see like have you seen the things that say that 
they think that people thought like narwhals were like cryptids me- me- mythical creatures mm-hmm. yeah yeah just so funny i would love to say that like the humboldt squid is a mythical creature but it's not it's real and it lives out that's there that's a mythical creature it's a real mythical creature. It's a fantasy. It's a fantastical. Fantastic beasts and where to find them. It's the reason why I don't go in the ocean. A, a real life fantastic beast and where to find them. But it's just all the really Except crazy. Except I know exactly where it is and I will avoid it. It's all the crazy creatures like like the, the parasite that lives inside animals and takes them over like zombies. and. Anyways... Cryptozoology is the search and study of animals whose existence and survival is disputed. It's often called a pseudoscience, but there are plenty of people who dedicate their entire lives to cryptozoology and being cryptozoologists. Is that a hobby or is there money in that? There is money. Yes. Yeah. There's a whole Netflix series called Skinwalker Ranch about people looking for skinwalkers. Which... What? What? I hate skinwalkers. Oh, sorry. I'll put my other skin away. I can't stand you. (laughs) (laughs) To understand some of this story, you kind of need to understand that this is a very, very, very small town in rural Appalachia. Um, And this... Area in Appalachia, and if you if you know Appalachia, this area in West Virginia, um, Virginia, Kentucky, is is some of the poorest regions in the world. Um, it's it's very unfortunate, but this little town was known for manufacturing. They it was a munitions factory in World War Two, um, or there was a, a munitions factory in World War Two. This whole story kind of centers around what's called the TNT area, which was the old munitions factory from World War II. And this whole Mothman dilemma is happening while we're still in the Cold War. So a lot of eyes were turned to the sky, you know, anticipating war. So people were obviously very paranoid at this time. And the paranoia kind of led to you know, a lot of hysteria around certain things. And so that's why, you know, a lot of people who don't necessarily believe in cryptids do say that this was just, was just paranoia. You know, people were, you know, saw something in the sky, maybe it was an airplane or something and they freaked out and, you know, it spiraled from there. At this time in America, cryptozoology is taking off. Like this is when we're seeing all the cryptid sightings, all the UFO sightings. This is really when that area of American pop culture takes off. It's November 19th, 1966 in Point Pleasant, Virginia. The Point Pleasant, Point Pleasant, West Virginia, sorry. The Point Pleasant Register puts out an issue called couple, like in quotes, couple sees man-sized bird, dot, 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 creature, dot, 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 something. Something? Um, That details the sightings that two couples had the night before. So... The couples were Linda and Roger Scarberry and Mary and Roger, or Mary and Steve Millette, and they were going for a drive in the TNT area of Point Pleasant, which was the old West Virginia Ordnance Works. 
which was about seven miles north of Lake Point Pleasant downtown city center. And it was now in this time an overgrown wildlife preserve. And part of this area was used for the munitions factory. So it had almost a hundred concrete domes that were like built into the ground designed to look like the ground um, so that they weren't spotted from overhead. And there was also a big power plant as well mm-hmm. as part of the munitions factory. Um, and there, you know, is leftover TNT. Like, this place is somewhat dangerous. But from- It's basically a very, very dangerous Hobbiton. The Hobbit houses in Lord of the Rings. <laughs> Listen, I tell, I've told you the story. I've been boycotting the Lloyd of the... Lloyd? Lloyd? <laughs> Lloyd? No, I named you L-L-O-Y-D. Lloyd. Please tell me you've seen that. Yeah, I have. Oh, thank God. Um, <laughs> I thought I was just—I thought I was on my own. No, I have been boycotting the Lord of the Rings since I was a kid, because my dad would take my sister to go see them when they came out, but he wouldn't let me go because I was too young. And I was like, "I'm your dad now, and we're gonna watch Lord of the Rings because it's very important to me." Okay, Michael. Tolkien is important to me. Okay. I want to read the books. Okay. Tolkien's important to me. Okay, well, we're going to watch Lord of the Rings and then we're going to watch we 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 have the extended editions. We're going to watch and then we're going to watch The Hobbit. This mm-hmm. is non-negotiable. Sounds like a lot of work. It's like 10 hours of movies for Lord of the Rings with the extended editions. You saw me in the hour and a half movie that we watched. That's too damn bad. Can I just read the books? Yes, you can. Instead. Sure. Thank you. So it also had the power plant that at its peak actually employed 3,500 people from 1942 to 1945. So this was... At one time or over those years? No, at one time. Like at its peak, it had 3,500 employees. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. It wasn't a small munitions factory, to say the least. Right. The couple arrives at the North Power Plant... Uh, that is now abandoned, and they state that they suddenly see two eyes reflecting from the light of Roger's headlights. Steve Millette notices them first, and he points it out to the rest of the group, and they all realize pretty much at the same time that the eyes belong to a strange, large, man-sized and shaped creature. And just to be clear, in case you didn't know this, human eyes do not reflect. Human eyes can't reflect because we don't have the components of the eye that an animal does that has reflective eyes. So if you see something or a person whose eyes are reflecting... That ain't a person. That ain't a person. Okay? It's a skinwalker. You better run. It's time to go. Skinwalker, alien, whatever it is. All I'm saying is that ain't a person. Also, this is just a word of advice. If you're on a date and you're not sure if the girl that you're with is a cryptid, just shine your light in her eyes. Yeah. That's yes. dating advice, actually. Yes. That's, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, that's professional. You're welcome. That's for free. It's on the house. I appreciate it. Mm-hmm. The couple couples claim to have seen a gray, man-like creature with wings wobble around the corner of the old old power plant. Mothman drunk. Well, they say that he was wobbling because it appeared that he couldn't run. Like, he was off balance. Like, his legs were not meant for that type of movement. Which is weird because the moths that land in my house, they haul ass. 
in a straight line. I love moths. Moths are pretty cool. Except for the pantry moth. Those can all die. Yeah, the ones that come from, like, flower and Mm, shit. Yeah. They're awful. Um, but yeah, so they said it, it wobbled like it couldn't keep its balance. Like its legs were not meant for that. And Linda Scarberry describes the creature as having circular fiery red eyes and a body that looked like a man, but with wings, which is terrifying. Very. They said the creature is about six or seven feet tall with wings folded against its back. And Linda said that she could see its muscles in its legs as it like wobbled around the corner okay you got cake and thighs okay mothman thighs save lives pop my head like a grape daddy please (laughs) please (laughs) like a watermelon like a what like Like a melon like those body oh hi kevin is oh. he really right there? No, I thought oh. it, I thought he came in, but I, I guess heard, it was nothing. I heard a sound like the door opening, and I thought it was him. <laughs> my friend, I just my friend has bad service a lot, and I just told him that, um, and I told him that it was. Uh, I was like, our our podcast is on Spotify and RSS too. And he went, thank God, time to binge. Thank God. Thank God. So the couples clearly could not believe whatever the fuck they were saying. They were like, Don't body shame him. They did. They're body shaming him. Because he had wobbly legs. Well, no, they just said that it looked like his legs weren't made to move like that. His wobbly muscular legs. Those legs aren't made for walking. They're made for riding this The couples quickly drove off to leave the TNT area, like, as fast as they could. They were deuces. I'm out. And, you know, they're all yelling at each other. All stressed. Linda's screaming at Roger to hurry the fuck up. She's like, what are you waiting for? Why are we going the speed limit? Let's go. The couples claimed to have seen the creature on a hill by a large billboard as they were coming around a curve. Um, and this thing, they said, spread its wings and shot straight up into the sky. Spread his cheeks and went right in the sky. Yep. It's not the wings that flap and make him fly. It's the butt cheeks. Yeah. His butt is like a, his butthole's like a, a jet engine. My man. It's just like. <laughs> oh my God. He must eat a lot of Taco Bell. I eat a lot of Taco Bell. Maybe you can fly like Mothman too. <laughs> That's my goal. <laughs> my dream. I'm trying to take off like Mothman. So at this point they're they're freaking out. Like they're they're losing it. And they're yelling at Roger to put his foot like through the freaking floorboard. Pedal to the metal. They're like, dude, we ain't got time for this. Um, this is when the creature began gliding back and forth over the back of their car. Yeah, they could see it out the back. They were going over a hundred miles an hour down a straight stretch of the road, and the creature was still able to follow them. They saw it in their back window, and then it flew over the car. And they say that they could hear the wings. Get gapped. Get gapped by Mothman. I'm telling you right now. I'm telling you right now. I could gap Mothman. Get fucking gapped. Dude, between me, you, and Kevin, because I told him because I was freaking out, I was accelerating coming down Cajon Pass like for no fucking reason it's like I forgot how to drive for a second 
I was accelerating. So at, at we get onto the street part, and I'm like, damn, this feels weird. And I looked down, I was going almost 130. Yeah, I was soaring. If you work for CHP, no, you don't. Anyways. Why are you like this? Can you not do that? That'd be great if you could just not do that. I'm, I literally just told you that, like, I did not do it. I need you to wake up on the road. I was actually singing at the top of my lungs to Noah okay, Khan. I need you to pay attention. I was paying attention. I'm going to put one of those things to on the your, Noah Khan I'm going to put lyrics. one of those things on your car that limits it from, like, going over certain speeds. Governor Chip? Sure. No. You're not going to be able to go over 80. Do you realize that I work on cars? I'll just take it out. Yeah, well, I'll glue it in there. That works. I'm calling the police. So, it flew over the top of the car, right? They they say that they could hear the wings hitting the top of the car as they His drove. His cheeks clapping? Yeah, apparently. He's just like... <laughs> Oh my god, Mothman, 100 mile cheek clap. Stop. I wonder if he gets faster as he goes faster. It is said in reports of this story that there were scratch marks left on the top of the car from his wings hitting it. However, I was not actually able to find any evidence of that. Like, the police report doesn't mention it. There were no images of it. So probably one of those things. I think it's lore. Yeah, probably one of those things that just kind of came up over time. Like, oh my god, they even saw the scratch marks. Yeah. Yeah. So, Mary Millette actually says that it squeaked like a big mouse. Intimidating. What do mouses sound like? Like a squeaky little wheel. Imagine that coming out to, like, 100 miles an hour. I feel like it might be a little intimidating. I'd kill myself. (laughs) Okay, so do they sound like like a hamster wheel when your hamster's going ham? Have you heard a hamster squeak? No. Oh. I mean, I'm sure I have. Not that I can remember, though. It's just very high-pitched squeeze. Compare it to munch. What? Compare it to the guinea pigs. Munchoo. Higher than that. Much higher than that. I don't know. I feel like I'd be a little intimidated. All right, well, do you, do you need to hear it? No. It's too bad. It's coming. Remember when I offered you a map and you said no and I didn't give it to you? I feel like you should probably return the favor. This is important. So, like, picture this, right? You're standing in, a, like, a field. And all you hear is that coming at you. Wouldn't you just feel like there was something going on with your car? You're like, my car is squeaking. It's weird. No. <laughs> I know the car, the noises that cars make. Cars do not make that. Maybe like a squeaky, like the body of the car is like squeaky. My car doesn't squeak. Dennis's car kind of squeaks like that. My car is not like... A 65 Mustang? Yeah, it's not, like, 60 years like old. old cars. They squeakies. Okay, well, my car's not squeaky. In this analogy, I'm out of the car. I'd shit my pants. Yeah. If that noise were coming at me. I guess and it's, it like, getting really, louder. Yeah, loud, really loud. <laughs> I would just kill myself. 
I would make the exact noise that I just made. That? That yeah. was like my defensive noise. That Is that what you make when someone breaks in? <laughs> well, I've never had anyone break in. But like when someone sneaks up on me. Yeah. What are my coworkers? You heard my genuine reaction today falling into the hole. Yeah. Went, what? Ah! A little squeak. Yeah, because you're all dainty and cute. That was involuntary. My coworker, who's also an Aquarius, we're literally the same person. It's very funny. Um, snuck up to my desk. He didn't, like, he wasn't trying to scare me or anything. Like, he's just quiet. And I, like, looked over and all of a sudden he was there. And I was like, Whoa! And he was like, I was like. You can't judge someone for the involuntary noises that come out of them when they're startled. Mine sound like I'm trying... judgment-free zone. Mine sound like I'm trying to startle them back by just, like, being fucking weird. Maybe you will. One day. I believe. You believe in me? I do. Okay. Maybe one day I'll get them back. Just kidding. I'm not going to have a desk anymore. Okay, anyways. She's getting fired. No, we're going fully remote. (laughs) Going down. (laughs) Oops. Hoppa. So they were only able to get away from the creature when they reached the edge of Point Pleasant, like, city limit. The creature had turned off into a field and disappeared as they went into He has a GPS and he didn't really want to go outside the city. No. They were going into the city. Oh. He didn't want to go in this city. He, he, has li- he has his territory, okay? Leave him alone. The couples continued on into town and stopped at the local Dairyland trying to figure out what to do about the nightmare double date that they were on. Like... They're ungrateful. They are, but... They're ungrateful. How he, would you feel if this was the double date we went on? He blessed their date with him his presence and they're ungrateful the couples continue on into town and they stop at the local dairy land trying to figure out what to do about this nightmare situation linda suggested they go to the police but the men the men thought that they would just laugh at them and wanted to go back and make sure the creature was still there they wanted that money the reporter photos mm-hmm Mm-hmm. Men. So to hold still. I gotta take a photo so I can sell it to a reporter. So Linda is not happy about this, but they decided to go back. So as they turn around to verify that they were not hallucinating, they drove back towards the TNT area and they saw a dead dog on the side of the road. And this kind of spooked them. And they started feeling like maybe That spooked them? Well, they started feeling like maybe this wasn't a good idea to turn around to go back. That's what did it. Yeah. So they're like not the humanoid creature flying above their car making mouse sounds. Well, no, the dead dog spooked them about going back towards Mothman. Their priorities are not in order. No, they're not. No. I'm just, I'm just explaining what had happened. I'm saying they should have been spooked from the humanoid creature flying around their car, not going. Uh, maybe we shouldn't go back because there's the dead dog. Yeah, it's ominous. The creature itself not ominous. The dog. They felt like maybe this wasn't the best idea. And they didn't get much further before they turned around and went back towards Dairyland and Point Pleasant. Okay, Shannon. Okay, you're right. Let's turn around. So they didn't get much further before they decided to turn around. And when they did, they drove past the area 
that they saw the dead dog and made a startling discovery that the dead dog was no longer there. And out comes Mothman and flies over the car and into a field on the other side of the road. And this just freaked them the fuck out. Finally. Yeah. So the couples drove back to town and parked at Tiny's Diner and decided to contact the police. It is still unclear whether or not Mothman ate the dog. While typical household moths are not carnivores, it remains unclear. I wonder if he has teeth and what they're like. If he has teeth? Yeah. I mean, like a moth has like the thingy, right? Mm -hmm. But like... It's more like a little thing. He's gotta. Maybe, Especially maybe, the dog. maybe it's like a spider where he like injects them with juice and then he sucks them dry. Oh, he said, why is the door locked? Oh, he is now locked he's out. locked out. So when they ca- contacted the police, they told their story to Deputy Millard Halstead. They said that they saw a large winged creature with glowing red eyes. They described it as a flying man with 10 foot wings following their car. So the men were unfortunately right when they thought that the police were not going to believe them. And Halstead did not believe them at first. But as the couples continued with the story and, and completely told everything, he could see how terrified they were and knew that these were good people. They were not criminals. They weren't bad people. They've never had any run-ins with them. So he decided White to actually... White people. Uh, yeah. <coughs> it's West Virginia. Um, <laughs> good old Christian folk. Yeah, you know, they go to church on Sundays. Um, so he actually did his job and investigated the story. And the couples uh, and Halstead go back out to the TNT area. And he shined a spotlight around, including in the tree line. And unfortunately did not find anything. Um, during this, he has said he says that he heard some weird disturbances on the radio like static that he couldn't really explain but other than that there was nothing out of the normal he heard the jeepers creepers song come through the radio jeepers creepers where'd you get those peepers jeepers creepers where'd you get those eyes that movie scared me so bad when i was a kid i was like 13 maybe 10 11 i don't know i was young i watched that movie with and I couldn't sleep for days, weeks, because I kept thinking Jeepers Creepers was going to fly through my window and eat my body parts. Okay, so you want to hear how much Lisa tormented me throughout my life? Okay, you they don't just wanna, heard... They don't, they don't, no. don't want to hear that. You just that. went on record saying that that movie scared the ever-loving shit out of you. I was maybe 11. We walked down to Kata. And to the, the video shop that used to be right next to Kata. And we got a little sack full of Mexican candy. And we rented Jeepers Creepers 2. 2? 2. And we went to your house and you shut... When did that movie come out? I don't know. Hold on. You sure? Early 2000s. 2003? So I was 6? Oh my god. 7 when it came out? Wait. Because I didn't watch it when it first came out. No way. Anyways, I'm still going to continue my story. So we rent the movie. We walk back to the house. We walked. We go to your house. We go to your room. You put it in. This is a VHS, obviously. You shut the blinds. And we sit there and we eat 
candy and you're like trying to scare me but luckily i thought it was a very funny movie and i was not scared but you were out here trying to scare the ever-loving crap out of me i don't believe you you bet i don't believe you no because one of my fondest fucking memories was the scene and i always laugh at this scene when he's trying to pull that kid with the glasses through the roof of the bus but his head won't fit so it's just like dunk 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 i've seen that movie multiple times and i don't even remember that scene but she remembers watching it when she was freaking eight i was no i was like 10 because we rented it from Kata when it was on VHS. Not from Kata, but from the place next to Kata. Those movies scared me so bad. And now I'm still, even 30 years old, I'm still freaked out by, um... I'm still freaked out by, like, the construction plants. You know, like, the big ones, the industrial-looking ones, where they have, like, oil or, like, wow. you know... I don't know, just because that's, like, where Jeepers Creepers retreats to in the first movie to, like, eat his body the guy see i'm the opposite these are the only scary movies that i can watch the jeepers i just don't like those places they unsettle me oh my god so on my day of prom my ex kind of like ruined prom for me it's a long story but basically jacob but we were leaving and my gps eh, my gps glitched and we ended up driving into one of those industrial areas like really big and got lost and the gps wouldn't work and i was lost and there were no other cars around and i thought i was gonna die i thought i was gonna get murdered out there and i was so freaked out and like it was were you awful. by yourself or is he with you I, he was with me but i, I thought i was gonna i thought we were gonna die was, i would have sacrificed him i would have pushed him out of the fucking car and drove away well he ruined prom so he would have deserved it we're gonna we're gonna say i just like jacob it's a safer bet <laughs> I think you just knew him and then Cameron. I did have Cameron. Like a little bit. No. I was around Cameron quite a bit. But yeah. He ruined prom, so. It was a bummer. Fuck him. He wouldn't dance with me. You should have went to prom with me. I should have. I would have taken you. I wouldn't have gone. A little freshman. You could have worn a suit. You could have been my, you could have been my knight. I could have worn a suit. We could have gotten caricatures done. You know, that's like always my biggest dream is to wear like a bitch in like suit. I'll invite you somewhere nice and I'll wear like a really nice gown and you can wear a suit. We can go together. This gay couple. <laughs> For the I'm record, down. we're not like pretending to be gay people. I am actually bisexual. I'm so. heteroflexible, so... We wouldn't really, we wouldn't hook up, but, you know, we would no. go to a gay event. We would. We would go to an event gay. Either or. It's fine. Yeah. The couples were sitting in their car nearby when he was searching the area for Mothman. The detective, the officer. Yeah. The deputy. The deputy. So, they're sitting in their car, and they see shadows circling and a cloud of dust coming for, coming from a nearby coal yard. And they try to mention this to the officer or the deputy. And the deputy's like, okay, great. Like, I searched. I didn't find anything. He didn't find anything. But God forbid he investigates the very clear sign of life over here. You know, yeah. Whatever. Whatever. Whatever, officer. The Millets are a little too scared to go back to their home. So they stay the night with the Scarberries in their trailer. <laughs> and they said they stayed up all night in fear. And the next day, Sheriff George Johnson had a pref- press conference to discuss 
the sightings and what the local press deemed Mothman, which was actually based off the comic book character Batman. Which is so funny because imagine your town being so small and your population so small that, like, this is breaking news. This is press conference breaking news. Yeah. And Steve (laughs) Millett actually told the local newspaper, we understand people are laughing at us, but we wouldn't make this all up to make us look like fools. Which, fair enough. Fair enough. The next day, the couples went back to the TNT area during daylight and found odd-looking tracks they claimed to resemble two horseshoes put together, but were smooth. I don't know what that means, but... So, like, you know how horseshoes, they actually look like the horseshoe imprint because it's, like, raised in the middle if because you, you carve out, like, the horn on the mm-hmm. inside, then you put the horseshoe to protect. Mm-hmm. It's like a shoe. So, imagine, like... You know, like a like a double, like an M, mm-hmm. but it's like flat instead of it just looking like an M. It's it just looks like two humps put together. Oh, okay, like a like a two humped <laughs> like camel. Like a B, like a filled in B. I love how we went uppercase. two very different routes without. What do you call a three humped camel? I don't know. Pregnant. Okay. Are there actual three humped camels? No. No, but it's very clear you've never seen Zootopia. I have seen Zootopia, but I can't remember. <clears throat> I watched it on the flight to England when I was 20, and it was called Zootropolis. It was the UK version. <laughs> and I was like, wait, uh, is this a bootleg Zootopia? I did not know that that happens. And you got to remember, though, because like I was a cast member at the time, so I was like, is this, like, a fucking bootleg Zootopia? Like, what is going on? I forgot you worked for Disney and you guys call it cast members. Yeah. That's so weird. And you still are so used to it that you still said yeah. cast member instead of Disney employee. Yeah. How weird. The story quickly spread and was picked up by more newspapers. Large crowds gathered in the TNT area um, by the next night after the story hit the headlines. Breaking news. Within the week, the papers <laughs> named him Mothman and were picking up on similar sightings as well as speculating explanations for what is going on. Of course, there are similar sightings. Now everyone wants to say they saw Mothman. Yeah. One of the most notable sightings, other than, you know, the Scarberries and the Millettes, is two firefighters um, claiming to see a moth sized a man-sized bird with... A moth-sized man. <laughs> That would be kind of cute, actually. <laughs> would it be like a pantry moth or would it be like a big moth? No, it'd be like a pantry moth. Well, either moth. It, either side, I don't care. All I can imagine is when this, when they start acting up, just All whack. I can think of is like Indian in the cupboard. The movie. Like the little See, I was going with Honey, I Shrunk the Kids. Oh. I never watched Indian in the Tater cupboard. Tater-totter. Tater-totter. Are you okay? Not really. Mentally? No. Same. But good lord, tater totter. Psychologically? How about potato? What is it? Radish? (laughs) (laughs) I just went with the Why? Because... In keto, you can technically, they have you, because you can't eat potatoes, so they say you can eat a radish, and it has a very similar texture to a potato when it's steamed. And it does. A radish. 
A radish, yeah. Are you sure? No. A turnip. Yes. That is, that, yes, that tracks. A parsnip also, maybe? Never had a parsnip. Me neither. I know it is similar, more similar to a potato than a radish. I did confuse a radish with a turnip. Yes. How could you? I don't know. I'm not a loyal potato lady. Also, I just realized both times that you said something out of pocket. I like. Yeah, you whip on me. Like. (laughs) So much judgment in your posture. You triggered my fight or flight. And I am a flightless bird. There's so much much aggression in your posture. But when when you say something out of pocket, I just go with it. I mean, clearly, who's the better friend here? You. She's ready to run or square up. Like, Okay, I know you're not into astrology. Oh, no, here we go. I'm an Aquarius. I'm not a good friend. I have indigestion. The firemen claim to have seen this man-sized bird with glowing red eyes flying alongside their fire truck. And firemen are trustworthy people. So, one of the other sightings that really took pop culture by storm was the Silver Bridge collapse. There was a whole movie made over it. Um, The Silver Bridge was part of U.S. Highway 35 in Point Pleasant. um, And on December 15th, 1965, there were reports of a seven-foot-tall monster with large piercing red eyes and huge moth-like wings lurking nearby. Hours later... The bridge collapses, taking 31 cars with it. Oh, my God. It killed 46 people and injured nine others. Now, there is absolutely zero evidence other than just eyewitness testimony to seeing Mothman before the bridge collapsed. And the fact that he collapsed the bridge. Yeah, he did it. But there's a whole movie about this. It's called The Mothman Prophecies. I actually have not watched it because I do not have the streaming services that it's on. Um, I am thinking about buying it just because why not? The the Mothman Prophecies is based on this event of the Silver Bridge collapsing. Um, but obviously there's a lot more drama in it. Point Pleasant to this day is known for Mothman. There is a museum about Mothman. There is a giant silver statue of Mothman in the center of town. It's basically a tourist attraction. Yeah. And he's got booty for days. He's got caked And there have been other sightings since 1966 and 1967 when this was all happening, but they're not well documented and there's no evidence and they were very much like, oh, this random person saw Mothman on a random Tuesday and gave no other information. There's not a lot about local or like current sightings, but I will say he is my favorite cryptid. I just like to think he's lurking all the time. Maybe he's dead. Why would you say that? Because it's been 60 years. He's a fucking cryptid, Lisa. So? Maybe, I, maybe he was a, maybe he was an elder. I just poured my heart out to you and told you how much I love Mothman and you're going to say maybe he's dead? Resting in peace as he deserves. No. Not all cryptids have to live forever. No, they do. Until I meet them, they well, do. He's not a young man, that's for sure. Okay, well, your computer's about to die, so we need to wrap it up. 
Okay, well, if you want to marry a rich old mothman, then that's your prerogative and I'll support you. I do. I mean, he gets he gets some royalties, so he's probably Mothman fr- is real. Honestly, Mothman's probably stacked. I made out with him in a Denny's parking lot and he was a gentle lover. So that's the story of Mothman. It is. And if you have any cryptids that you really love and you want us to cover, please let us know. And they can be like, you know, classics, like Bigfoot or the Loch Ness Monster. Jersey Devil. They can be anything, really. Chupacabras. Skinwalkers. I like the, what's the one? Wendigos. What's the one from Japanese? It's like the lady in white or something. She's always looking for her baby. There's so many different versions of that in different cultures. But one Um, of them I'm going to go over. It's the lady in white. the The one who, like, died and she's always looking for a dead child. There's, like, a really creepy, like, comic strip with that. And then you scroll down and she, like, runs at you in the The screen. one that we're going to do is the Crystal The jump scare. Um, yeah. If you have any cryptids or anything that you want us to go over, you know, or any stories, please recommend them. Again, you can see in our cover, we cover all kinds of creepy things that go bump in the night. So, I mean, it could be something as complex as a true crime story. And it could be something as simple as a creepypasta. I mean, just... damn near aliens anything also the government came out this week and said that we have biologics from aliens Mm -hmm. this week yeah this week so it could be something as simple as uh those stairs in the middle of the forest type thing you never heard of those oh my god we're so covering those yeah let us know so cover let us know what you want us to cover leave it in a comment and also, don't be afraid to bring up things that are really simple in nature because we have considered maybe doing just, like, shorts or very short videos just going real quick, going over certain, like, creepy things, you know, maybe in a couple of parts, so And you can find open. us on TikTok and on Instagram, Instagram at Pillow4Chillers. Pillow4Chillers across all platforms. And that's the story of Mothman and his uh, fatty cakes. Double caked up on a Tuesday afternoon. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so we hope you sleep well. Don't thinking, let the bug bites but Thinking. What? what? Thinking of his cake. I said don't let the bug 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 bug. Let the let the mothman bite. A little. He doesn't he doesn't bite too hard. And we'll see you in the next video. Bye. Bye.